If you're a regular listener to our podcast, you'll know we've had a bit of a break over recent times, and our apologies for that. However, it did seem good to get at least one uploaded before the end of the year, so here we go. In this message, we follow the theme of time travel and include some thoughts about our past, our present, and our future. The message starts off with a reference to Doctor Who, and for those who don't know, he's the central figure in a long-running British TV show about time travel. So let's go to the message. This is another podcast from Trinity Church in Palmerston North. If you don't know Doctor Who, he is a time lord, and that's pretty cool, eh? because you get to fly through time and space. And he used to fly around in what essentially was like a phone box. People always commented when they got inside that it was bigger on the inside. So I, I kind of love Doctor Who. I, I, don't, I don't watch it anymore. I haven't seen the new series. I don't watch it anymore. But when I hear the theme tune, it still gives me a little buzz. It still gives me little goosey bumps, you know, when I hear the theme tune because, I just, because of the, the way it impacted me when I was a kid. And I love that idea of flying through time and space. And as we come to the end of this year and as I'm looking ahead to 2020, I just want to have a few reflections on our journeys through time and space. It's the time of year that I tend to talk along these lines, often at the beginning of a year, but today I'm doing it as we journey towards the end of the year. So we are, as we speak, flying through time and space. I looked this up just to get some facts about the way that we are flying through space. It's quite phenomenal. The earth is rotating. Now look, I know if you belong to the Flat Earth Society, then just forgive me for bringing Bringing these thoughts to you, but the earth is rotating around and apparently at the equator, uh, the surface of the earth is moving at about 460 meters every second. Every second we're spinning around at 460 meters. That's quite fast if you think about it. And as we are rotating like this at such a phenomenal speed, I mean, look, I, I hate roller coasters. I'm just about almost dizzy at the thought of this, but we're going so fast round and around and at the same time we are rotating around our sun and we are rotating around our sun at a speed of about 30 kilometers a second. That is absolutely phenomenal. How could you even travel that fast? 30 k's every second. We are whizzing through space and then our whole solar system is rotating around the center of the galaxy at about 220 kilometers every single second. So we are rotating and spinning and moving through space at a phenomenal rate of time, not that you'd really know it, which is quite amazing and miraculous, really. You'd think we'd be just having to hang on for dear life, otherwise we'd be thrown off, but we can be at rest and be at peace because it's just the way the world's created. But perhaps what's more important than our journeys through space, as phenomenal as they are, is the way that we travel through time. And we all travel through time, whether we like it or not. Every second we are traveling through time. Every second passes. With every beat of your heart, a second is passing by. And when 60 of those seconds have passed by, we call it a minute. Now, a minute might not seem long to you, but if you try holding your breath for a minute, it can seem like a very, very long time. When we were kids, we'd play games of trying to hold your breath for a minute. 
I mean, I managed to do it after a bit of practice, but boy, it was hard. You'd be busting, you'd be looking at the, every second, it seemed like an eternity because you're holding your breath. Or when I was small, if I was waiting for Christmas, like three days would seem like an eternity, like Christmas was never going to come. So sometimes it seems like time is traveling slowly, but either way, every second that passes with every beat of the heart and get 60 of them and you get a minute and they're passing by. And the minutes pass through the day. And when the day is gone, it's gone. You've traveled through that day. You've traveled through the moments. You've lived through those seconds. You've lived through those minutes. You've lived through those hours. And when it's gone, you've traveled through it. You've passed through that time. You've time traveled through that day. And you've popped out the other side and it's gone. You've traveled through time. And you, there's no going back. You can't go back. You've got, it's a one-way journey through time. And we all of us are traveling through time every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year. We are traveling through time. And we've all got a certain number of minutes to our lives. You know what? Every one of us has a certain number of minutes to live. We've got this minute and the next one and the next one. But none of us know how many minutes we've actually got. One day the minutes run out. And then we die. And we're traveling through time and there's an end point and we don't know when it's going to come. This is just the facts of life. We've all got a different amount of minutes that we are going to live for and none of us know how many we've got, whether there's a lot or a few, but we know that one day we'll be gone. Uh, this year, as I reflected earlier on, the minutes have gone very, very fast for me. The minutes have just flown by. I had some plans for this year, some things I wanted to accomplish and to uh, achieve in the course of this year. But sometimes life doesn't go according to plan. Other things happened, unexpected events. and We had to give our attention to other things. It's like, whoa, it's, now, it's too late to do that other stuff for this year because this year has gone. The minutes have, are, are running out and they're passing through our fingers so quickly. So I want to just share a few thoughts this morning about this journey through time, how we handle our journey through time, because whether you like it or not, you are traveling through time every minute, every hour, every day, every week. You're traveling through time. It's a one-way journey, and one day it comes to an end. So, you know, it seems wise to, to think a little bit about our journey through time. So here we go. I want to just talk a little bit about the past and the present and the future. The past. Now, everybody has one. If you're a time traveler like me, you've got a past because you've traveled through some time. For some of you, it might just be a short period. Others have a longer period of time behind them. But we're all traveling through time. And when you look back, we all have a past of some kind behind us. That is the way it rolls. Now, in your past, you may have been privileged you may have been brought up in a home where you were built up and encouraged and loved and given every advantage in life. Or maybe in your past you were beaten up and abused and criticized and had a tough start to life. We all start differently in our pasts. You may look back to your past and see, man, you have just made one wise decision after another. You might marvel at your wisdom. You'll look back in your past and just say, man, I have lived the most awesome life. I don't know anyone else who's lived life as well as I have. Or you might look back and you might think, man, I made a few mistakes. I've done a few dumb things back there. Oh, man, I've stuffed up a time or two. And you wished you hadn't. 
But the thing is that no matter what you've done, whether you've had the privileged and blessed life making one wise decision after another, or whether you've made mistakes or had some tough things happen to you, you can't go back and change it. You've traveled through that time and it's done. You can't do anything about it. But I wouldn't say exactly, perhaps I used to say once upon a time, you just leave your past behind. There is a sense in which we all need to do that because you can't live in your past. But the fact is that our past contributes to who we are today. The experiences that we've had in our past, the things that we've been through, good and bad, have all been forces that have helped to shape us to the people that we are today. So I think that we do need to kind of value the past in that sense and to acknowledge it because it's helped shape us into the people that we are today. And the way that we respond to the events, the way that we have responded to events of our past have affected us and may have made us better people and may have not made us better people depending on how we've responded to the stuff that we've been through. But whatever's happened, here we are today. And I think it's as we reflect on our past, it's good to... To be thankful for every good thing that happened back then in our past, even if it was our past this morning, because this morning was your past. You can't get that back again. You know, how you, what you did this morning, the argument you had on the way to church or whatever happened. You can't, you can't change that. You can say, sorry, that would be a good thing. Uh, and you can say, I forgive you, that would be a good thing. But uh, you can't change it. Whatever's happened this morning, it's happened and it's done. It's done and dusted and you've traveled through it. But I think it's good to, as we look at our past, to value every good thing in our past and to thank God for it, but also to learn every lesson that we can out of things in our past. And sometimes we learn more out of our mistakes. And sometimes we learn more out of the bad things that happen than we do out of the good things that happen. But, and so there's value to be taken out of everything. Even the painful things, there is value to be taken. And I heard, I think I might have mentioned it in a recent Sunday that there was a study done not that long ago that talked about the traumas that people go through and how it is a measurable thing that they give potential for deep personal change and growth and development like nothing else. And so even the difficult things we go through can be useful for us as we learn some lessons from them. Even the bad things can be of use. It doesn't mean to say they were good things, but they can be of use. If you've been through a time of loss and grief, it can develop a deep empathy for other people who are going through difficult things. It can develop that. It's like our loss and our grief and our pain can like, it's like digging a well that we can have within us a greater capacity for empathy for others. Or maybe if we have been abused in some kind of way, it can give us a real heart for other people who are powerless. Our past can be used to shape us positively, but our past can be used to shape us negatively as well. And we can see ourselves as victims of the past. Uh, There's a saying that I've heard before that hurt people hurt people. In other words, if, you, if you've been hurt, you can end up hurting others. 
and, and that is true. In fact, I've even had someone say that to me as a threat. <laughs> hurt people, hurt people. Like, I mean, you've hurt me, so man, watch out. I'm going to get you. It's Utu is on the way. And, uh, but it's true that if you've been hurt, you can end up hurting other people. But, you don't, but that's being a victim of your past. If you respond in that way, if because you've been hurt, you choose to hurt others, if because you've been bullied, you choose to be a bully, if because of your past it makes you a worse person, you've become a victim of your past. You are being controlled negatively by your past. I don't believe that any of us have to be like that. We can choose instead to become a healing agent. We can choose instead to have empathy. We can Choose instead to have a heart for people and to want to want to bring a positive change into our world, and the decision and the decision maker in that becomes us. How we respond to our past will make us better, or will make us worse. And and uh, we don't have to let our past define us or control us or disqualify us, but instead it can become a foundation for a better future. So the present. Second part of the message, the present, is where we live. We always live in the present. It is impossible to live in the past. You can think about it, but you can't live there. You can't go back there. It's a one-way ticket. And it is impossible to live in the future. You cannot. You can think about the future. You can dream about the future, but you can't live in it. The only moment that you live in is today. You live in this moment and now that moment's just gone and you can't get it back again. And so it goes through life. You're living in today. You can never live in a day that's called yesterday. You can never say it's yesterday because it's not. And you can never say it's tomorrow. It's not. It's always today. We always are living in the moment and then the moment is gone. And we never get it back again. That is the way it rolls. So as I think about that, with my diminishing number of minutes left in my life. <laughs> I think I want to make the most of the minutes I've got. I want to make the most of the minutes that I've got. And if you are younger than me, I would say that is true for you too. Make the most of the minutes you've got. Because you've only got a certain amount and you can't change yesterday and you can't live in tomorrow. You've only got this minute. So in other words, you can't sort of, oh, yeah, I've got to make the most of my minutes in the past. No, you can't. do. I want to make the most of my minutes. in the. No, I, you can only make the most of this minute that you're in right now. That's because that's the only minute you are ever in is this minute. It's today. It's now. And make the most of every moment you're in. The only time you get to experience the 24th of November 2019 is today. There will never be another opportunity to experience today. Because when it's gone, it is gone. So I would say, let's make the most of it. Let's treat people well. Let's take the opportunities that are presented. Let's do what we can to make a positive difference in the world by using the minutes that we're in well every moment that we can. Use it well. Live it to the full because we all leave in our past a trail behind us. And that trail is made up of the moments that we were in and decisions that we made and the way that we treated people and the way that we lived, the decisions we made. All of those things were making up the moments we live in. But those moments are leaving a trail behind us. I remember one night we were at home 
and I heard this horrible scratching, squeaking noise outside. It was like someone was rubbing their fingers down a blackboard. Oh, there's no such thing as blackboards anymore, are there, really? Only old people know what I'm talking about there. It's a horrible sound, horrible scratching, squeaking, screeching sound. It was horrible. I didn't know what it was. Next day, you know, pull up the blinds and look, and you can see slime trails over the windows. It was snails crawling over the windows and their little shells were scratching against the panes of glass and making some dreadful noises. But I knew they'd been there because they had left slimy trails across our window. And so wherever the snail went, you could see where it had been, like the trail of slime. Um, I'm not suggesting that we leave a trail of slime, but sometimes we can. Uh, Maybe you might like a more positive picture than that. Uh, Maybe when you're flying in a hairy plane and you're looking down upon maybe it's summertime and there's a whole lot of brown hills and a lot of brown country there. I kind of like that brown look sometimes in nature when when the hills brown off. Not good for the farmers, but it can look really pretty. But then you can identify the rivers because not because they look blue, but because of the green. Because everywhere a river goes, as it comes down from the mountain springs and trickles down the mountain, and joins other streams and they join together and they make their way out to the sea. Wherever they go, there is greenery. Wherever they go, there is life. Wherever they go, there is nourishment. It's a, it's a resource for people. And we can go through life either like a snail making a horrible noise and leaving a trail of slime behind us, or we can go through like, like, like a river making the most of the opportunities. And you won't do it perfectly but at least attempting to, trying to, aspiring to um, make the most of our moments and leave some blessing behind us on the way so that when we come to your funeral, someone will have something nice to say. (laughs) And they'll say, man, they were such a blessing. Oh, yes, they could be a pain sometimes, but really, you know, we really miss them because they blessed us in different ways. You know, maybe the things they said or the things they did, or maybe it was their generosity or their kindness. There was something about them that really blessed us, and they left a trail of blessing behind them, not because of the way they handled, not because of they could go back to the past and change anything, or that they could go to the future to change anything, but they use their now moments well. They use their now moments well. It's what you do now that counts, because that's the only moment we've got. Last point, the future. One of the nice things I think about God is that he promises us a future and a hope. I think that's really nice. Sometimes our lives are pretty good. But sometimes they can have some difficult times as well. Let's face it. Sometimes life can be really testing. We can go through some difficult times and we just think, beam me up, Scotty. I can remember times in my life when I would see a plane flying overhead and I just thought, I just want to be on that plane. I don't know where it's going, but I would just love to be on that plane and going somewhere else. (laughs) Because sometimes life has some tough moments and you just want to beam me up, Scotty. You 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 just want to get past there. And one of the nice things about God is that no matter what we are going through, he offers us and promises us a future and a hope. No matter what your past is, No matter what your past is, you might say, man, I had a hard time when I was growing up. Then I made a whole bunch of mistakes. My life has been like a train wreck. 
and you can see it like you're a victim of that. Or you can say, no, even despite my past and the mistakes that I've made, God offers me right here and right now a future and a hope, a better future. And that is true. Or what even, even like my present circumstances are really difficult and they're tough and I'm not sure how I'm going to get through. And God offers us each one a future and a hope. No matter what your past, no matter what your present, you get a future and a hope. Romans 15, 13, I'm going to share a couple of scriptures and uh, then we drink some coffee. May the God of hope, in Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope, because that's what he's called, a God who gives hope to us in our present, regardless of our past, he gives us hope for our future. May the God of hope fill you now with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul is saying, no matter what your past and no matter what your present, may the God of hope fill you with hope for your future. 1 Peter 1, first few verses of that, reading from the message version. Because Jesus was raised from the dead. Because Jesus was raised from the dead. We've been given a brand new life and have everything to live for, including a future in heaven. And the future starts now. God is keeping careful watch over us and the future. The day is coming when you'll have it all, life healed and whole. And one of the cool things about God is that no matter where we've been or where we are, God offers us hope. There is a reason to keep breathing. There is a reason to keep going. There is a reason to persevere through the difficult times because you know, like it says in one of the Psalms, weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And hope keeps us going through the night when we're weeping. Hope keeps us going through the difficult times. I mean, I hate getting sick. I hate getting a stomach bug. You know, you get a stomach bug. I detest stomach bugs. And you're vomiting your stomach out into the toilet bowl. And it just feels like you just, you just about want to die. But, you know, but the, it passes. It passes. Maybe the next day you're feeling fine again. You can't believe how one minute you could be feeling so bad and the next minute you're feeling so good. How could that be? It's because weeping lasts for the night. Vomiting lasts for the night. Difficult times, trials last for a season. But they are seasonal. All the difficult things that you might be passing through are seasonal. You are passing through time. You are never going to get frozen in time. Where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I'm stuck now here. I'm just stuck in a moment of time. The trial is going forever and I'm never going to get through it. Life is not like that because you are time travelers. You are traveling through time and you are getting through a trial and you think it's really tough. But if you keep going, you will come out of the other side of your test. You will come out of the other side of your trial. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. You will get through. You are time travelers and you will get through. And God has revealed himself as the God who gives us hope for our future. And so we need to just sometimes just keep on going. We are called to be, I think as God's people, almost more than anything else, but as much as anything else, we are called to be people who are marked by hope. 
whether there's a trial, whether there's difficulty, whether we see problems in the world, you see switch on the TV and you're hearing, you're seeing pollution in the oceans and threats about global warming or famines or wars and you see a whole lot of negative stuff going on. I don't think we should be minimising that or sort of almost taking, not taking that seriously. All of that stuff does need to be taken seriously. God takes our pain seriously. God takes our trials seriously. But in the middle of taking an issue seriously, we should also be marked by a sense of hope for our future because God is a God of hope and there is always hope with God. And as Paul says in Romans 5, this hope will not lead to disappointment. This hope will not lead to disappointment.